My wife died during childbirth and it's my fault. I'll try to make this short. I've always wanted children and a family. My wife of six years was on the fence. She hated the idea of pregnancy and childbirth she wanted to adopt. I didn't. It's stupid looking back on it, but I'm the only son in my family and I really wanted to pass on the family name and genes. I wanted my kids to look like me. We danced around the topic for years, but eventually I put my foot down because we were nearing the end of our 30s. I said that if you don't want to start a family with me, we need to part ways. I'll do whatever I can to help, but I need you to decide. She said she didn't want to lose me, so she made the decision to try. It wasn't what I dreamed it would be. Sex became lifeless without passion. She was always tense, she never initiated. I made sure she was comfortable and she never rejected my advances. If I offered to stop, she told me to just get it over with, please. She always had issues with anxiety and depression, so I think her worries would get caught up in her head. Why I never sleep in the same room as my mom anymore. I'm 18 and a high school senior now, for reference, by the way. At nearly 17, I had gotten permission to sleep there. I had slept there for a few nights because I could not handle the stench of my old rabbit's cage. It needed more hay and we had no more hay to work with when cleaning the cage until there was money to afford it. On the last morning before I ended up being told to clean the cage, despite no extra hay, I uh, woke up to hearing weird noises. I knew exactly what I was hearing. I heard wet noises and elastics slapping her skin. My eyes weren't even open yet and I appeared to be asleep. I was trying to process WTF was going on until I said, uh, hello? She stopped, of course, because she knew I was awake. She said, you know whose bed you're in, right? I went to the living room and told my older brother what I woke up to. She heard me and said, I didn't know you were awake. Am I the a-hole for making my husband miss seeing his mom for the first time in over a year on her birthday? Last night was my mother-in-law's birthday. She's 65 and healthy, but my husband, 23, hasn't seen her since the beginning of the pandemic. This is important to know. I'm 34 weeks pregnant and also healthy, but last night I was feeling particularly emotional and physically in pain from working. I'm work from home until my due date, but my boss made me go in to make copies, and that turned into a half-day event. By the time I got home, I was exhausted and in need of a massage. My husband was on his way out to his mom's dinner, and he was expecting me to meet him there. He was disappointed when I told him I wasn't going to go, but he understood. However, when I asked him to stay back for a half hour to give me a massage, he got upset that I'd make him late and in turn piss off his mom on the day he's seeing her again for the first time since pre-pandemic. My girlfriend fell in love with my friend. They've been talking for two months. She started getting feelings for him a couple of weeks ago. She wanted to tell me, but I confronted her before she was ready. She told me that she doesn't love me the way she used to, and now it's more platonic. She just has a crush on him. Out of respect for me, they agreed to block each other, and she's been crying about it for the past two days. But I'm starting to wonder that it's too late and our relationship will be rotting from the inside because of her feelings, even if they fade. She doesn't think they will, as she hasn't felt it with anyone else. Right now, we're trying to talk and give it some time, but in her head, she just sees a choice of her happiness versus mine, and she just can't say it. I'm heartbroken. I treated her the best I could and respected her. I don't know what to say to my friend either. He's just ashamed and clearly has feelings for her too. They're both a part of our mutual friend group, and it will be torn apart. I had an abortion, and I feel embarrassed about it. I was 15 at the time. I was in a very weird and abusive relationship almost a year ago. He would hold a knife while he was raging and cut himself in front of me. I didn't really want to, but agreed to please his kink that was cutting me during sex. He never really wanted to use a condom, and one day he went out and we drank a lot. Especially me, because he always assisted me to drink more. So I got really drunk, and we went to his place, and I fell asleep. But I was awoken by him putting it in me. I was laying face down on the pillow. He didn't even ask me or something. I didn't say a word, I was just laying there motionless. If I really wanted, I could get him to stop, but I wasn't really conscious. And then I heard him saying that he accidentally came inside me. I was in panic. I didn't know what to do. I was stumbling to the bathroom to wash myself out. 
But later it turned out that it wasn't useful. I was pregnant. I cried so much I was afraid to tell anybody, even my parents, too. I wasn't ready for a kid and was still in school. Don't marry young. I married my high school sweetheart and it completely changed the trajectory of my life, probably for the worse. I had really great plans for myself and my education and career that I completely abandoned. Kids, don't tether yourself to someone at a young age. Figure out who you are and what you want out of life for yourself before giving yourself to someone else. Now I'm middle-aged with no career, stuck in a completely loveless marriage for the sake of our children, in a country that is not my own that I can't stay in if I were to leave the relationship. The only good thing to come out of this relationship is my two amazing kids who I'm laying down my life for because they love it here. If it weren't for them, I'd get on the next plane out of here and never look back. In hindsight, I probably knew deep down this marriage was not the right thing to do 20 years ago, but was blinded by the fairy tale of marriage and settling down before I was experienced and mature enough to know there is more to life than what traditional societal norms say there is. When did the class clown take it too far? I knew a guy, high school student in the late 60s. He and his best friend were very close, but had also dated the same girl. No problems, but they both understood how this could be perceived as a potential friendship ender. They had a joke all planned out. The best friend grabbed some ketchup packets from a fast food restaurant. After lunch, he was sitting in class with the packets torn slightly, tucked unnoticeably in his hand. My buddy had the starter pistol from the track and field team. You see where this is going. My buddy ran into the classroom and shouted, You can't steal my girl from me! If I can't have her, no one can! He fired the starter pistol, filled with blanks, not bullets, in the direction of his best friend. The friend, who had jumped up from his desk during the shouting, clutched his chest from the fake bullet wound, sending horrific streaks of red ketchup flying all over his white t-shirt. He collapsed. The look of horror on the face of every student in the room, my buddy said, was amazing. He and his best friend both got detention. I died last night, but I'm still here. So this actually happened last week. It just took me some time to come to terms with it. I got a phone call from my next-door neighbor late in the evening asking if I can help him move a mattress into his upstairs. His mom is ill and has a big, heavy sleep number bed. I, of course, ran over to help because they're great neighbors. I get over there and his friend, who is also a priest, was there to help. I helped them figure out how to separate the mattress from the bed so we could fit it upstairs. We get it all moved up and back in place when my neighbor asks if I can help them move an armoire upstairs, too. This is where I died. The front stairs are 11 steps. I was on the lower end of the armoire, about six steps up, when my neighbor and his friend lose a handle on the armoire and it comes crashing down on me and I fall backwards towards the pavement. I then wake up in my dining room to my phone ringing and my wife asking me if I'm going to answer the phone. It's my neighbor asking me if I can help move a bed upstairs for his mom. What is 100% worse when wet? Paper bags. Unless you're trying to describe someone useless or bland. Gremlins. Power sockets. Hamburger bun! Wait till he hears about the wet hamburgers in Turkey. Wait till he hears about Krabby Patties and Spongebob. Your bed when your kids are sleeping next to you. Yeah, I'd rather piss myself in peace too. Shoes and you can feel the water slosh inside of them. I read an account from some polar explorers in the 1800s. After a days-long drooling hike through a blizzard, one of them was complaining that his shoes were sloshy and wet. When he took them off, he saw that the slosh was in fact his dead and liquefied frostbitten flesh that had fallen off the sole of his foot and created a kind of man soup with the moisture from the melting snow. So, could be worse, I guess. Am I the a-hole telling my ex-husband I won't babysit my daughter? My ex-husband and I divorced about four years ago. I've taken a couple vacations with the kids since the divorce. He went on one trip with them, which was canceled after one day due to a hurricane. He makes a lot of snide remarks about how much I pay for the vacations, but I live a pretty frugal life and my kids are my splurge. We have 50-50 custody and neither of us pay child support. 
My ex has family in Texas. They live in a lake with an in-ground pool and a boat. They're close with him. He has a standing invite. The trip will cost my ex a flight, probably one or two meals out. My ex seems to be buying a new truck, bought a one-wheel, joined a golf club, and makes solid money. I don't think he's hurting, and I don't begrudge him any of it. I just wish he'd take my two kids on the vacation they desperately want with him. But I respect that he's every right to spend his money how he wants to. Am I the a-hole telling my ex-husband I won't babysit my daughter? Here is where it gets weird. Monday, he asked me what I'm doing for Labor Day, which, according to our divorce agreement, is his holiday with the kids. I don't have plans, so he asked if I could babysit, I roll, my daughter so he can take my son to Texas. I asked why he wasn't going to take my daughter, and he said the trip is my son's birthday present. And if my daughter asks to go to Texas for her birthday, he'll take her alone. I told him I didn't want to put the kids in that position, and he should ask his girlfriend to just stay home with her, but apparently she's going on the trip too. I told him it was playing favorites, and I wouldn't enable it, and he blew up on me. I know this would hurt my daughter, but maybe I'm overreacting? He called me controlling, and I'm trying to decide if he has any basis for that statement. Note, if he books the trip without her, I 100% will watch her, and he knows it. I physically harmed my nephews, and I deeply regret it. I'm younger than my sister by 14 years. She had her first son when I was 5 years old and her second son when I was 7. She lived with me and my parents for the majority of my childhood, and so did my nephews. My parents were very neglectful, and so was my sister. When I was 12, I was forced to share a Jack and Jill-style bathroom with them. They'd stay up all night screaming, yelling, and jumping around. They would sneak into my room and steal my things, and my parents didn't do anything about it. It got to the point that was sleep-deprived, juggling school, kids, and my parents' expectations. If they'd get too loud and wake me up, I'd threaten them. Eventually, it led to hitting. At some point, I realized what I was becoming and what I was doing, and I tried to distance myself from them as much as I could. I know I hurt them, and I did irreversible damage. I'm a monster. I hate that version of myself, and I will regret harming them till the day I die.